0: Hi, welcome to the Daiku Podcast and Daiku Game Pitch. Today, I welcome Tommy a Danish illustrator, graphic designer, and game book maker, who is here today to share with us the latest creation, Obscure, a tabletop role-playing game inspired by the genre of found footage horror, Uh, so that you might have seen in movies like uh, Blair Witch, Outlast, or VHS. So, Tommy, welcome. Thank you. And
1: let me say first, what a epic intro you have.
0: <laughs> well, sometimes <laughs> it's intimidating. You come back from that and you're like, oh, now there's all it this pressure it, uh, to perform.
1: It says you're in the show. Everyone can see and hear you. That's intimidating.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank you for joining us today. And just for those that don't know about you, just tell us where you're coming from today and uh, a little bit about yourself, uh, background history and tabletop role-playing games.
1: Yeah, well, I'm, uh, I'm live from a little island in Denmark called Samsø. Um, I, as you said, I'm an educated graphic designer and uh, I'm actually kind of new to making role-playing games. I had my debut, like, uh, I think it's two years ago. I made my first book, the Sump book that you can see here behind me. And um, then I made uh, another game recently that we are actually just sending out at the moment to all the backers, the Goblin Gonzo book I made together with uh, my partner, Ricky.
0: Um, And now I'm trying to do my own thing. So. Well, very cool that I'm in Canada, you're in Denmark, and we want to say hello to all the American folks that might be watching that are celebrating Thanksgiving or the start of Thanksgiving today. Happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, everybody. And I am... uh, in canada we celebrate our thanksgiving much earlier because we're so cold up here our harvest season is back in october so we just uh, just do things a little bit differently here
1: we don't celebrate it at all so <laughs>
0: <laughs> well let's uh let's jump right in let's talk about obscure this is uh a found footage as we talked about uh horror game just tell us what sparked your uh, desire to make this i think it was um, i actually needed a, a game that was really
1: easy to pick up and play and a game that f- focuses heavily on the horror you know something that you could really scare your friends with I wanted to uh, to make something that that was just like putting on a, a scary movie you know when you're having some friends over and having a good time with it and finishing it in one evening so that was kind of the idea um, I wanted to make uh, this game a rules light game so uh so that i didn't want uh some heavy rules or crunchy rules to get in the way of the storytelling because obscure is um it is all about telling a scary story
0: and you're much younger than me but how did you kind of get into the found footage uh horror genre did you like find movies on uh like netflix or other streaming services that you're like i love this
1: uh no it, it goes uh, further back actually I remember when the Blair Witch came out I was I think I was like 11 back then and everybody thought it was real so that scared the crap out of me back then and uh and since then I think recently my interest in the found footage just came back to me because it's it's uh, it's this kind of of horror movies that that works best for me it's the kinds of of movies that puts you in this first perspective and I think that's very effective that you can really immerse yourself in it so so I thought if I wanted to make a, a game a, a horror game I wanted to make it as scary as possible and since found footage horror is what works for me I was going to make it that way
0: cool and uh I should note to everybody watching that the links to the Kickstarter which is still ongoing right now and it's got uh, seven days left that all the links all the links are will be in the description below so get out there and support indie game designers so you you already talked about blair witch project and before we started recording we also kind of mentioned that uh i had previously had uh, charlie and barney menzies on here to talk about their found footage horror uh film book um which is called don't play this game and you we were just talking about how yours is much different than that uh, in a concept of like role-playing versus that found book
1: yeah yeah exactly um when i found out that they were making a book and they launched it one month before me i think i was like god damn are they making the same thing as i am but but it turned out that it was their, their book is a completely different experience and i played the demo and it's awesome so go check it out but it's like a solo game a journaling game where obscure is more like the classic approach to a tabletop role-playing game where you have a game master and you have a few players and and i will get into the more into the scenarios later but they also have this more classic approach where you like like kind of dungeon crawling except it's not a dungeon you know um the game mechanics yeah sorry gary
0: yeah, no, I was just going to say, so uh, you, you got your inspiration. And then what was your kind of like spark of like with the game mechanics? Like what you said you wanted to keep it rules light. And so did you go searching around for rules that would kind of fit this?
1: Yeah, I, I actually did. And I already knew about the, the main inspiration for for the mechanics is uh, Tunnel Goons. Um, I Since I, I read that game the first time, I, I always thought it was really a really brilliant idea with you're having these uh, these d6 dice pools that is your health points but it's also dice that you can spend to get a higher role so it's very easy you only use one type of die and 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 it's also like it, it makes the whole thing very risky because you have to before performing a test or whether it's in combat or you're running away or you're trying to achieve something you have to decide with yourself how much of my energy am i ready to sacrifice to make this happen because you know it will come back to bite you later on
0: um and are i see there's the custom dice image here are those part of the kickstarter
1: yeah they are that's a that's a the collector tier i call it where you get like this dice bag with uh i think that's oh i should remember this but i think there's like 12 12 dice in it um and um as you see here in the inspired by, um, I also wrote the Alien RPG because I am I'm using these anxiety dice, just like they use the stress dice in uh, Alien. Um, I, I borrowed something from that as well. That's the black dice you see on the on this image, and that's something that the that the, the game master can add to uh, to the player characters, so they have to roll these dice. Um, um together with the normal dice when they perform a test and if you get a one that's the scary face on the black die things will go south so
0: that's cool and that's uh one of my favorite games is ghostbusters and i think if you look at the roots of that that's where the 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 wild die kind of came into it where there's a ghost on one of the dice yeah uh, for the ghostbusters d6 game but looks very fun and then uh so you've got some scenarios that uh ready to play one shots just talk us through those
1: yeah i i have four scenarios i'm working on for the book and uh, as i mentioned before it, it is kind of the classic approach to a, to a tabletop uh, scenarios as you see in these images there's um if you take the the bottom one it takes place in an abandoned uh, insane asylum and it's like a dungeon crawl you know that's that's these there's this map laid out with numbered rooms on them and the GM can then consult the tables uh, to see what happens in each room. So it's a very classic approach, and there's a little hex crawl in one of the scenarios. That one takes place in a in a forest, um, and then we have like on an American ranch. Uh, it's an alien encounter scenario. So I'm working with these uh, these classic approaches, but with I'm trying to to fit in as many of these subgenres from the found footage horror movies you know I have an alien invasion I have I actually have a Bigfoot scenario uh <laughs> and I have this uh, this witch in the woods and uh and a haunted house so I'm trying to take some of these uh, movie cliches and and put them in this game
0: and we're looking at some of the uh the drafts of the inside of the book and is it primarily black and white with splashes of red is it like a full color printout and you're just kind of choosing that as an artistic approach
1: um, it, I, I will, yeah, it, it is going to be printed in color, but I will only use the red color. I want it to be, to be printed in black and white.
0: That's good. Cause it makes it kind of pop. And then you also chose a square uh, format. Uh, was there any particular uh, logic behind that as far as your layout and design uh, par- process?
1: It's mostly just because I like the look of it, but it, it, it came to be this way because I started out by making uh, making some images for the game and it was uh, mostly like surveillance camera screenshots and uh, polaroid photos and stuff like that so those were the square format and i think that's why i, I started building it like this
0: cool and then uh character creation you, you pitch it as it's like a fast and easy i mean characters are going to die or if you want to get playing a one-shot you want to get right into it so t- exactly. tell us how how fast can they make a character
1: Oh, I would say in, in five to ten minutes, I have a, I have a few lists of equipment that you uh, that you roll for your character, and then um, from what you you get as equipment, you um, you come up with who your character is. So it's like if you carry a camcorder, you're probably a film student or something, and if you're carrying a gun, you could maybe be a private eye or a detective or a police officer. You know. So you roll up your equipment. You roll up how much. Uh, Ammunition or battery you have for this equipment, and then you just um, yeah you know name your character, roll up two stats, and that's it. In
0: the, so in, it, the play it test... in the playtest, in the playtesting you've done, um, what's kind of the do you ever set the tone in the mood? Like, do you like turn the lights way down and like
1: uh... yeah, yeah I, we we did that with only only a candle, lit candle on the table and creepy background noises and stuff like that so it's it's all about setting the tone to get in the in the right feeling um also oh now we're at the character creation there will also be some pre-made characters in the book if you want to get started even faster that you can either just pick one and play them or you can draw inspiration from
0: and I did love the equipment that always is like short on battery life because it just kind of creates that uh stress right off the bat exactly and and you you're very much rely on the on batteries
1: in this game because all the scenarios are taking place at very dark places um, like the one in the in the in the asylum basement there's hardly any light at all in that scenario so if only one guy carries a flashlight or a cancorder or something the whole group will be very reliant on this person and the battery time so that that's kind of a, a really important aspect of the game this thing that you're walking around with your piece of 90s technology and are really reliant on the battery time you have
0: and then uh, we talked briefly already about the layout and the artwork but i think uh, as you've mentioned or we've talked about your background is in graphic design so it must have been fun to like kind of find some of these and uh and piece them together what was your process in it
1: and the process is that um i i'm using a lot of stock photos that i Put into photoshop and draw on them and distort them like this nice old lady you see as an example here <laughs> you know th- this was actually just a stock photo <clears throat> of a smiling woman that i completely messed up in photoshop and then i a lot of the photos i go outside and take pictures of creepy corners and alleys and stuff like that And then I I bash it together in Photoshop and put a lot of grainy filters and stuff on it to make it look like realistic found footage images.
0: Well, I think it's uh, you did a really good job because whatever you've done to her, she looks extra creepy. I think it's so like it's that uncanny (laughs) valley uh, aspect where I look at her and I'm just like, just a bit off. And um, also the, the layout. That's a really
1: fun thing about this. This project at least it's fun for me I hope it will show in the final product as well but I'm actually using an old typewriter from from the beginning of the 90s and I'm I'm using a, a, an old scanner to rip up paper and scan it in
0: and get these textures from there oh wow that's great so you're not and uh, I, I know in some of the stock footage areas you can kind of buy that stuff so you're doing it like this is handcrafted uh, a Tommy original right exactly
1: that's as you can see on the on the top photo here now you can see some uh, it's a quote from the Blair witch project that i'm you know writing on my typewriter and smudging the ink away and scanning it in i also scanned uh, some foot and i scanned some objects as well these are some animal teeth that i found outside and a stick man and stuff like that to make it extra creepy so there will be a lot of uh, that's why i call it analog design
0: and uh, as far as the GM tools and uh, its license, uh, how did you decide upon this?
1: Well, it's. Um, I think that to make this game work, I, I needed to put some tools in it for, because I want, you know, there's only four one-shots in this book. And yes, four scenarios is a lot, but you play them in one night. So to give this game uh, some, some long-lasting uh eh sorry I got something in my throat it's really annoying
0: no that's all right so (laughs) I mean a a third party license is great because then it allows other designers just like a mark Borg, to come in and and, like build a community around it
1: exactly and not Borg was um, what got me going making games in the first place so I of course wanted to to give other people the same opportunity here and then I have these different uh these different sections on how you can at least my approach to how you can make a, a good scenario for this game
0: cool and then um as we mentioned it's live on kickstarter there's only seven days left and uh because this was like kind of out of the blue and i saw it and i was like yeah this is super cool uh but because of that you didn't have like this big bang at the beginning of your uh, kickstarter but it's been a slow burn and building exactly compared to uh, to my other projects That started off really good
1: and then kind of just fell down, you know, this one is actually the opposite because I think people need to see what this is and to get some more information about it before they, they plunge in and, and bag it. So, but it's very good. I'm, I'm very happy for the, for the results so far.
0: And that's uh, one of the the benefits of, say, a platform like Kickstarter is that discoverability that uh, sometimes you make a game and uh, it's hard to get traction. And I know a lot of indie game designers watch my channel, and this is a really good example of you putting something on that might not fit the typical mold of a game. But once people are discovering it, they're excited by it and it's just continuing to grow. And and compared to I've seen other games. campaigns where they start off like a rocket and then like you said it just like drops off a cliff then you're spending three weeks going where's where's the people
1: that's what what is happening when you just like when you create something for a product that already has success you know then people will automatically be excited for it because this is something new for the game they already know it's like it takes it takes some more work to to get people into something new i think so so I'm very positive with this and I think it's awesome we just hit like 300 beggars this evening yeah it's it's evening here in Denmark
0: oh well (laughs) uh, like I mentioned before all the all the links um are in the uh, description below so make sure that you get out there and uh you support indie game designers like Tommy and make sure that uh he is able to create more in the future because uh, that's kind of the heart of our industry is all these indie games that grow into bigger things and uh, that you can uh, build on as far as a career and keep going. So, uh, Tommy, after the Kickstarter, do you have any kind of plans after that? Are you more scenarios, perhaps, new different games?
1: Yeah, I, I have a few ideas for for both new new games and expansions and I I have gotten a lot of a lot of people are asking if I will do a solo mode for obscure so I think I have to look into that
0: for sure well that's all very exciting I wish you the best for the remaining part of your kickstarters and uh, make sure you circle back and let us know about some of the newer games that uh that you might have um in the queue so uh I just want to say you know Tommy thanks for coming on the show uh sharing a little bit of your passion for game design and if you are an indie game designer out there and you want to come on game pitch and uh, tell everybody about what you're making go to daikugames.com game pitch there's a form on the website and uh, you can just enter your details and if it's a good fit for the channel i'll uh, circle back with you and uh, make sure that we get the word out there about your game and if you go there just remember tell them game pitch Gary sent you Hey friends, are you looking for a game that is not Dungeons or Dragons? Well, we got exactly what you need at Daiku Game Pitch. We got Zs. We got OSR. We got Adventures. But wait, there's more. We got solo games. We got journaling games. We even got card games and dice games. Oh, hell, I don't even know what kind of game this is, but we got it. And if you visit us in the next two minutes, you're going to get all the zine quests, zine months, itch, fund, and backer kits, kickstarters that you can't handle. Visit us at www.dikugames.com and tell them a game pitch Gary sent